Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Dice Weave. Last you left off, you guys decided to go into the Soldered Spiral after you met with Guy Fiet- uh, sorry. You met with Yeti, a Solarian owner of Drivers, Divins, and Rides, an extreme sporting goods shop. You met up with Bilo, uh, who is going to be your, like, drop-in pilot into the Soldered Spiral, the storm where nobody comes back from, or almost nobody, and nobody has gotten into the eye that anyone knows of, except, supposedly, Evelyn Breyer. Let me just say, it's super weird that you decided that we should end our campaign by all committing suicide via storm, but I mean, like, that's entirely your choice as the GM, I suppose. Yes, welcome to the last episode of Dice Weave Mass Effect. Yeah, I really thought we were hitting our stride here, but uh, I don't see how we're getting out of this one. Uh, I've been excited for this episode, assuming that it goes the way that I think it will, uh, since we started this show. Uh, which, as you have all, as you are all so clearly aware, uh, means me killing off your characters, and everything will be fine. <laughs> Heck yeah, I get to bring my Krogan back. It'll be great. <laughs> I mean, if anyone of us does die, we should just bring back our characters from the like pilot episode. That does seem like the best solution to the problem. We didn't even record that. <laughs> yeah, but I still have the sheet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, that is definitely a possibility. Uh, but yeah, uh, so you guys were talking about arranging your wills. Um, I know that Zira had set up like a death trigger of like send her like info of like the VR pod stuff to the Novum if she is dead and I also I know that Kane set up a trigger to send off all of his investigate and investigative stuff to news outlets if his life cycle is terminated. Did Ozzy have any a- end of life planning? It's very important that you do this. I know that it's upsetting for a lot of people to think about, but we are going to just commit suicide via storm now, so <laughs> Look, Ozzy, everybody dies, so you're gonna have to come up with some kind of arrangement for if that should happen. Who gets your fun little hats? Hmm. This one is not sure. Uh, If this one's passing, let its hats be donated to the scientific community. (laughs) (laughs) Kaz says, oh, uh, so you don't want your very fascinating Hanar biology to be donated for study? This one assumes there will be uh, not much of it left if things do not go to plan, or if they do. All things considered, uh, this, this one isn't quite sure how these ones survive this, but it is sure that it will be fine. It isn't. It doesn't know how it has survived this long from the first place. At, at this point, um, it would be more surprising if these ones did not get into a situation where death was guaranteed and inevitable, and not end it with a immediate cancellation of debt and a interesting space friend. <laughs> that that's a. Uh weirdly specific and optimistic way of looking at this. That being said, uh, 
these ones are going into a storm that has a obvious reputation for causing issues for the life expectancy of others. Uh, if you do not feel like taking such a risk, this one will not. This one will not force you. Um, it would be grateful if you relay if you were to relay matters back to um our employers. I either way. I, I'll admit I am pretty nervous about doing this. I mean, it's nothing like I've done some interesting things before, but not this. Uh, but I have a good feeling about it. I. I don't really know why. It's just you. You say that this woman, Evelyn, uh, Evelyn Rose, something like that, Briar, Briar, right? Evelyn Briar is like good at what she does. She's smart, and she has the orb. There must be something going on here that we don't know about. And I'm really hoping that that is the case and that we don't just get torn apart. Indeed. This one believes that while her reputation clearly precedes her, unless there is something that our Citadel friend has yet to inform us, this one did not take Miss Briar to be a uh, stunt pilot. If something allowed her to survive it... Um, Perhaps we will find it as well. Oh, there's a lot you don't know about her. <laughs> oh, do you know her more intimately? Then I I'll... nudge him. I'm not getting into that. Oh! And with that, let's do some storm diving. <laughs> All right. Um... Kane's got a girlfriend, and she's really evil. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the technical term for it is bitter evil ex-wife that uh, it was it was one of your it was part of one of your uh, discography um i i i think there might be a term for this uh kismasis no! is that yeah that, that's one from like i think that's it's like some old media from earth but yeah she's i think there's a i think that's a term for it kismasis wait zira you reacted really interestingly to that have you consumed? I have been the present. We're talking. I uh, no comment. This this was a Mackenzie reaction. It was. A... <laughs> it's we all just, my fault. We just I broke need them. to know if in canon Zira has read Homestuck. Well, oh, dang it! She... I was gonna. She saw the terrible movie adaptation. Oh God, you're right. There the would Homestuck be one. Anime. Oh no, the Homestuck anime. <laughs> but the the reboot of it. Well, it was the it was the it was the anime uh, remake, but it was really badly dubbed in Korean. It's just a whole thing. <laughs> well, Kaz has canonically read the entirety of Homestuck and Homestuck Squared. <laughs> Whenever, which at this point has probably finished, I hope. Potentially, who knows? <laughs> Hello, welcome to the mid-roll. Uh, this episode sure is a lot, so I'll announce as quickly as I can with all of the things I have to announce. 
Uh, the main thing is that I have officially released my album, Fractal Skies. It's been a long project that I'm pretty proud of, and Allison Healy created some beautiful cover art in watercolor that ties it all together wonderfully. You can go take a gander at that over on alexconwellcreative.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can listen to the music there a little bit. Uh, you can buy it digitally or buy a CD. There are even some stickers and buttons. If you like it, tell your friends about it, and consider telling your friends also about this show. I recently released a Diceweave Mass Effect trailer into the Diceweave feed. It's back before the right before the first episode of Mass Effect Season 1, so you can direct them to that for the show. Uh, anyway, there's also some links in the show notes. Back to the action. Uh, anyway, uh, Bilo pops... Uh, are you? I think we could be in the ship on our way if you'd like. I think that makes sense. That sounds good. Okay. Uh, Bilo turns around. So, uh, just wanted to check in with you guys. You're you're absolutely sure that you can you want to do this like definite suicide run type of thing? Just checking in. You take what? Absolutely. Okay. Just just checking in to make sure that. You've got everything in order. That you've you, you're feeling life enough that you're good with this. Worry not. It is the it is the last item in on in its bucket list. It would be it would be getting two birds with one stone in that regard. Though perhaps it will only get one. I'm just gonna look at Kaz and and casually under my just quietly ask. Are you sure you don't want to just like run away with me and start a farm somewhere and leave these bozos to it? Uh, Kaz goes beat fucking red. <laughs> and then she's so embarrassed, she jumps off of the plane. No. <laughs> that That is definitely what happens in Kaz's mind. Kaz instead uh, says, um, let, uh, how about we check your uh, readings? Let's send your, your little drone in be- before we make any other decisions. We've, we've got a thing going on. I've got some, um, yeah, let's drop the, your, your drone. Drones? Drones. Wind. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, get the drone set up and uh, do that. And hopefully that will give us some advantage in the thing we're doing next. So I already had Jeroni set up for this beforehand. We talked about that. I used the last set of data to calibrate it to hopefully get, you know, as as accurate a pre-jump as we can. All right. So this first uh, drop uh, looks like it's going to be with your uh, drone. We're going to drop that in. I'm, it'll be a good test run for me. Get some accuracy down. And we'll hopefully see what it brings back that could make you guys less dead than you already are. All right. Three. Uh, also, just wanted to say, wind speeds on this planet over 2,000 miles per hour. So just, yeah, that's what we're going into. And immediately, the whole ship tips forward inertia, the inertial dampeners, like adjust a little bit but you guys go tearing into the clouds and then uh poof droney gets launched and then he pulls out of the cloud cover upper atmosphere droney falls fast into the through the atmosphere it's 
relatively clear up top, but then it gets into much muddier kind of browns and grays. It gets jumbled around, but your your design modifications are really helping it. And I think it gets closer to the where you think the eye is relatively easily. Um, it is it is small. It is going very fast. Lightning is crackling through the clouds. And in particular, lightning is tracing kind of along this eye wall you're seeing. And I know this one. We have to use the jellyfish to get up under the electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Get them... Uh, Get them video game references. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one for spoilers <laughs> for that game. <laughs> if you know, you know. And if you don't know. Play the game. You'll, Wait. <laughs> you'll just have to play every video game until you figure out which one we're talking about. Well, it's just every video game with jellyfish. That should narrow it down a little bit. True. And space and planets. Yes. Well, those are our hints. Anyways, uh, continue with your description. I'm sorry I interrupted <laughs> I want you to make a uh, some kind of check to get Droney out. Okay. Um, I think that probably counts as piloting, right? Piloting or tech. It. I've got a piloting thing now, I think. And it will be two reds and a purple, but I will also upgrade your check uh, by one, meaning a green die will turn into a yellow. Sorry, I was reading my skill here, and I didn't actually hear the dice thing, because I can't read and think and listen at the same time, because my brain is made out of some kind of sponge-like material. Um, before my character makes a driving check, I may add a number of circles with little spikes in it to the results to use this talent an equal number of very spiky circles. I think that's threats and successes. You can add threats to get an equal number of successes. And I think it's equal to the rank of the skill or the talent. I will add one of each of those because that seems like my best option here. And then what am I rolling? Uh, You're rolling two reds and a purple. And you're getting to upgrade uh, your skill check uh, once. So one green gets turned into a yellow. And if you don't have any greens to upgrade, you just add a green. Okay, so that should leave me with an entirely yellow roll, which is not bad. So I'll just uh, throw those and see how it goes, because I'd really like Droney not to die horribly. I got a success and a threat! Nice! That's including my stuff, so that probably saved my neck, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, So yeah, Droney's okay. Okay, Droney goes in and you do the whole thing to like arc him around and you miss the angle just by a little bit and you end up Droney bumps into that cloud cover. Droney! But he does bounce off. But as he does that lightning that is on the cloud like converges where Droney is and there he gets zapped a like a fair bit and so he's going to manage to get out but uh he has taken definitely some damage that you're gonna have to repair later um but he gets back and he gets back to your ship i think his navigation's a little bit screwed up now uh you're gonna have to catch him 
with your ship, but or with Bilo's ship, but I don't think there's any trouble with that. He's dizzy, okay? He just got hit by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> you collect Drony. And hug him. And give him head pats. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Did that mean old lightning hurt Drony? So we should probably not uh, exactly <laughs> replicate what he did. <laughs> but you you did sent Droney down to look at the data. And what you get is, like Bilo said, the wind speeds are stupidly fast. Radical. I, I want you to make a perception check. Perception or physical science? Which of those is better? They are exactly the same. What am I rolling against here? I'm going to have you roll one red and one purple. Rolling, rolling, rolling. This thing's dice is rolling, 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 rolling the dice. Matt, do you want to watch Blues Brothers sometime? Carrie Fisher's got a freaking rocket launcher in it. What? Blues Brothers is a good movie. One success and two threats. Okay. You are digging through the data, and it's a lot of like angles and wind speeds, but something that stands out to you when comparing the data from Droney with the data from Belo's previous run is that they both hit the eye. They both struck it and bounced off. And the like patterns of the electricity are identical. Like You could map them onto each other in a way that does not feel like a natural storm would be happening. Like, this is a storm with crazy convection currents on a big-ass planet. There is variation. I'm going to show this to the storm diver and be like, this isn't how weather does things, right? I'm not a weather person. You deal with weather more than I do. We don't weather in the Quarian fleet. This is weird, though, right? Yo, man. I've never seen anything like that. That's super weird. What? No, that is not how weather works. Unless. 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 Unless this storm is artificially generated. Is, Is that a thing? How, um, how long would you say this storm has been around for? Enough to make a name for itself, certainly. I mean, this storm's been going on for as long as anyone can ever remember. I mean, it's just kind of been here as part of the planet, as far as I I know. Alright, but like, being old as shit doesn't mean anything in this world. You know, the Mass Effect relays are also just there, and those sure as hell aren't natural. Could be generated by a Prothean artifact. Maybe it's the Prothean homeworld. Oh my god, we're gonna be rich. Yo, that's... Yo, <laughs> is that is that a thing? How did we not notice this? Aussie uh, would be shooting a look at you guys, have they eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the fleet's gonna be so fucking jacked if I find some Prothean shit. Are you kidding? This one does not have time to unpack all this. <laughs> Shall we throw away the whole suitcase? <laughs> the what? The, the what? Suit, what's, what suitcase? Why are we throwing a suitcase? 
We don't have time to unpack it. Ah, that's a good one. <laughs> Just sent it into the storm, please. This one would like to go into the storm now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it could be it could be Protheans, I I suppose. Is there any way to disrupt a weather machine that you are aware of? Well, I've only had to do it once, and uh, that technology was completely different than what I... The only things that I could assume this would be, so uh, unfortunately, no, I have no idea. So, Kaz, uh, is it the wind that's pushing you off the clouds, or is it some kind of barrier? They take a a look at the data, and like it... It seems like a almost a hard surface. The angle change is really rapid. Well, it seems to be striking anything within a certain distance with an intentional electric, electric, <laughs> electric charge, which would result in a pretty similar bounce back as any other energy barrier. I'm an engineer. I should be able to figure this out. Um... Could it be a mass effect field being masked by a storm? Ozzy, could you just kind of gently brush um, Droney's sensors with um, Mass Effect biotics? Is that a thing? Sexually. This this (laughs) one can this one can try. It has not heard of this before, but. Then again, this uh, this uh, these ones next probable theory is that the Prothean homeworld has been sitting in a joyride this entire time. So <laughs> why not go fondle the robot, Ozzy? <laughs> what what do I even roll for this? Uh, it's just going to be easy. It's going to be one purple. Uh, also, I want to know what your which amp you're using haven't installed. Probably since we're. Following in what's her face, I'm probably using the multi-target one as opposed to the telekinesis is easier one. Okay, one success for advantages. All right. Um, I imagine that the uh, at least two of those are going to strain because this is easy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, <laughs> Ozzy, you brush, uh, you do a thing. It doesn't hurt Drony. Drony is fine. You compare what you get off of Ozzy's biotics with. Um, the sensors, and it doesn't seem to be a gravitational thing. At least it doesn't seem to be a Mass Effect field. It seems to be, like, electromagnetic in this instance. Do we have any spare rubber? Uh, not really, no. Um, but I've heard of people doing things with, like, like lightning rods, kind of weather, weather vane type of thing. Maybe you could redirect it. Okay, here's the plan. Got spare parts. <laughs> At the exact same time as we try to get into the storm, we launch Drony at a part of the storm on the other side with a huge-ass lightning rod attached to him. Hopefully, redirecting the field towards Drony and giving us a second to get in. That might work. Good a plan as any. All right, so I'm going to do... I can, if we've got spare parts, I don't need to do this, but I can do, 
construct new items or modify existing ones and add a number of blue die to the check equal to my ranks in this, so... It's going to be an uh, an easy check, one purple. I'm not I even mean, sure you really need to roll. I th- I like this plan. I mean, I, I, I know, but uh, I got four successes and a threat, so I did real good on making the big lightning rod. <laughs> the threat nice. is just that it's a big lightning rod. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's reasonable. <laughs> All right, Droney's outfitted with a lightning rod. Uh, anything else you want to do? I mean, I should give him basic repairs to make sure that his navigation is back on check. Um, I think you can use some of the successes uh, as part of that. Because I got four successes, which means <laughs> I, I probably re- recalibrated his GPS while I was in there. <laughs> I also programmed him to play the Spake Zarathustra as he goes through this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You guys, you, you ready? And then I kicked your only out of the window. (laughs) Wait, we have to time it right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We we cut a little bit forward after after Droney has been recovered quickly uh, from this false start. (laughs) Okay, then then we do the proper... I, I think the spake Zarathustra is probably public domain, so you know yes, we'll see if we can put that in there. We can find a copy that is common <laughs> common use. I think so. All right. Um, I think I think Below gets you guys strapped into your various pods. How do you guys want to be arranged in your pods? It's two. Yeah, it's two uh, per pod. Kate and Ozzy are just like squished into one together. <laughs> Is this is a wingman behavior for my sake, or you just decided to do this? That's just how it ended up. He's just kind of like his head is like around my knees, and then his tentacles are just like flopped up towards my face. Bilo goes over and is like, "What? What is happening here?" No, 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 no. He, he arranges you guys. He fixes you guys so that you're comfortable and safe because these are designed to keep you alive. Zira entirely normally enters a pod and sits like a reasonable person because she's a pilot. All right. Uh, Kaz gets in. Uh, all right, Zira. You know? uh, I'm sorry if I made you feel weird with the farm thing earlier. I'm going through a lot of stuff right this second because I'm going to throw myself into a large storm. I mean, y- yeah. I, it, um, you know, I think, I, you know, I've only known you for like, what, four hours now? But <laughs> I think if there was anyone that I, any stranger that I wanted to dive into a incredibly deadly storm with and maybe die but hopefully come out the other side with you know i'm i'm glad it's i'm glad it's you and then we drop ozzy <laughs> <laughs> didn't even get to do a funny quip no 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 ozzy do your thing 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 God, i can't even remember anymore <laughs> No, 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 we don't have to draft. Oh, uh, <laughs> just thought it would be funny. <laughs> it would be funny. Aw, thank No, 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 I can, I can splice it. I can splice it around. But it wasn't actually that funny, and now that I've, I've retconned something over it, it feels like it's never going to live up. 
the struggle. Um. <laughs> Let the editor decide. Yeah, we'll see. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> I just thought it for something even worse. If it dies on the cutting room floor, it dies on the cutting room floor. But it, it, you miss all the shots you don't take. Yeah. You miss 100% of the storm jumps you don't storm jump. <laughs> Quite the regular Casanova there, Cans. This one is impressed. It did not know that our employers had started offering courses in uh, getting... Lo- and then... Bigelow's like, <laughs> and we're off! <laughs> <laughs> you guys go streaking out of his, out of Bilo's ship and you fall through the clouds and it is rough and tumble like you're you're going so fucking fast. I the and the winds are so quick. I want each person who is like driving um your pod to make a piloting check. Kane or Ozzy, which of you is driving? <laughs> Ozzy, you're not, uh, not Ozzy Kane, right? Because Kane. I have my, I have two greens. That that's like more than one. <laughs> uh, Kane's we, got decent is driving. This driving or piloting? Uh, you can use that. Uh, ideally piloting. Uh, okay. Well, I I think my piloting is still better than his. So. Yeah, you have three agility. We'll say I am I am at the controls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Suppose I can't be like moving this, moving our own pot around with telekinesis. If you want to help with biotics, I would not say no. Okay, I'll do that. How difficult is the check? Uh, I think it's going to be two reds and a purple. What would I be willing to help? And how would that even work? That's a great question. Ozzy, make make a check. Uh, make an, make a biotics check against three reds, and we will add we will upgrade based on the successes. Sounds good. I'm making this up. So, oh, I got two successes, two advantages, one despair. Beautiful, fucking beautiful. <laughs> right, I got four successes and a threat with the two upgrades. Sorry, what? How does that work? Um, uh, I it's fine. We'll change how it, how we're gonna do it. Okay, I'll just combine these uh, six successes, uh, one advantage, and one despair. <laughs> uh, we will resolve in a hot second. Kenzie? I got two advantages, a triumph, a failure, uh, and my success and threat from my piloting bonus. So a success, a triumph, two advantages, and a failure, and a threat. Can, can, what? Okay, so a, a wash with a... Th- Triumph? Hello, there's no... Yeah, yeah, a wash with a triumph. (laughs) And an advantage. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So you have... Okay. So, okay, I have an idea. Ozzy and Kane managed to maneuver around very thunderous clouds and um, high wind pockets, and you managed to come out of a storm wall into where you can see the eye. The eye is right in front of you. The despair is that your timing is wrong with Droney. Zira, you get struck by a surprise wind that spins your pod end over end. Uh, I think both you and Kaz are kind of screaming, but you also manage to fall towards the eye, but you are now spinning. Maybe that'll help. Maybe the spinning is the thing. As as Kane and Ozzy 
tumble towards the storm. The lightning streaks across the clouds in front of you, the sphere, and it they converge in front of you, and they lance out towards your ship. Your droney is just uh, a little bit short on where he's supposed to be, and they zap across your pod. And I think that your engines, your actual like burn engines, are seriously damaged. They are not working right now. Zira and uh, uh, Kaz, you are tumbling end over end, and you both, both of you begin to reach the cloud cover. A bolt of lightning crashes out from the other side from Bilo's perspective, and as far as Bilo is concerned, all of you are gone. But what you see is the lightning that had lanced through your your pod is not gone. On the cloud, that lightning that struck out becomes a circle, a perfect circle of lightning that opens into a hole that both of you tumble into, both of your pods. As you tumble into this hole, you streak into darkness and silence. For a moment, everything becomes weightless. Zira, your pod stops turning. It stops tumbling. And you feel like all of the G-forces, all of the inertia that has been on your ships dissipate. It goes away. It is total darkness in here and total calm. And then light fills the space. Each of your pods is resting side by side on what looks like marbled stone. Zira, your ship, your pod is upside down. (laughs) Unfortunately. But, uh, can figure that out. Uh, looking around, it is a just a blank white space that seems to go on forever. Oh no, we died. Except you can also feel beyond that space is that storm wall that you passed through. What do you want to do? We died. Limbo is inside of a storm. <laughs> uh, also, uh, other thing, Kane, you can see this because you're not upside down. In front of you is a stone archway. Interesting. All right, Kaz, I need you to wiggle with me at the exact same time so we can flip this pot over, okay? We're going to move to the right as hard as possible on the count of three. Ah! Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. Let's just breathe. Okay, we're I know alive. you can we're alive. Ca- Where are we? Why are we on rocks? Well, planets, what are these striations? Planets are made of rocks a lot of the time. Not all the time. I know that. Did we crash? Did I miss this? <laughs> I, I think this is as good as landing is going to count. Let's just try to get not upside down so things are a little bit less complicated. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, and <laughs> what is this? A coordination check? I'm not making you roll. <laughs> I don't. I'm not interested in rolling this. Um, the three of you, after some shifting and grunting, 
manage to roll your space kayak <laughs> over. <laughs> and I think the the lid pops open. That must look terrible from the outside. The guys are never going to let me lift this down. <laughs> I'm going to guess we have enclosed space suits. I on. do. Uh, uh, um, I do you? I didn't think about this. Uh, I mean, I hmm. guess it depends on it's, whether or not the atmosphere of the planet yeah. is considered like livable without the storm. Like it's mostly hydrogen, so probably not. Unless you're a hydrogen-based species, which is, I don't know if there are any of those in <laughs> Mass Effect. We can say that you are wearing spacesuits. I think that's reasonable. Um, you're going diving into a storm. Then I am going to get out of the pod. <laughs> okay. I mean, same. Yeah, you guys get out of your pods and look around, and where you are is on a stone platform about 30 foot in radius and beyond that is white space and at the center of this platform is an arch uh, within which you can see a hallway uh, looking around also you notice another platform about a hundred feet away uh, similar looks similar uh, and this has Evelyn Breyer's ship on it with another archway at its center the, the stone is is like basically just kind of smooth and gray, but there's like lines of pink and gold and green, uh, which all kind of lead toward the archway. Seeing Evelyn's ship's platform, there's nothing underneath it. The platform is just stone, like a foot thick, and then nothing, just white space. Hmm. I want to throw a rock through the arch and see if anything happens. Uh, a there aren't any rocks, but do you have a thing? I probably... Oh, what happened to Droney? <laughs> Throw an M&M. <laughs> uh, you don't know. You don't know what happened to Droney. Poor Droney. Droney was on the other side of the storm. Can't make him a little grave. Um... <laughs> By throwing him into the hallway? <laughs> uh, I'm going to take out uh, some of the candy that I got from the shop the other day, and... Uh, Turns out some of it was licorice, and I'm going to just throw that through the door because nobody that I've met so far wants to eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it falls through the archway and into the hallway, it, which is made of the same stone. I'm going to walk around to the other side of the archway and see what it looks like from the back. From the back, it looks like the same hallway with the from the same angle you can see the licorice on the floor where it was thrown okay are, are we dead ozzy what do you make of this do you do you know anything about this i've <sighs> this one had not studied anything about an afterlife but it feels somewhat certain that it did not remember dying as such uh, it must conclude that there was probably something strange about the storm after all. Perhaps our uh, acquaintance would know something about it. Hmm. You did remember your guns, did you? I mean, this one could probably handle it if not, but it would like words. Um, I don't really use guns, but I got my fists, my feet, got tricks. Um, I hope we don't have to fight anyone here. I mean, this is incredible. After I get over the shock, which I am definitely still in, 
We are in the middle of a weird storm where nothing makes sense. That archway doesn't look right. Kane, what's on the other side? The same thing that's on that side. Same angle and everything. Can even see the candy. Some kind of spatial distortion? I mean, candy is a strong word. I love licorice. Oh, we'll go get it then. I'm not going in there. (laughs) And once matters are sorted, it... With, it would, this one would like nothing more than to, than to investigate the pure scientific anomaly and impossibility that is everything we are currently experiencing. Though, it must apologize for it is currently holding a holding a grudge against the uh, being that robbed it at gunpoint. Oh boy. Okay. Cat, <laughs> um. Kaz, would a would would a Kit Kat help? Do you want a Kit Kat? Me, I, I, I'm wearing a space suit. Okay. First of all. We're not dead. Actually, speaking of, Kaz taps their on, like, pulls up their Omni tool and does a, a scan. Y'all, there's air here. Well, that doesn't really make any difference for me. What? Why? This. At, the, at this point, Ozzy just snaps. <laughs> this one. Kane removes what? his space helmet. No. That's. It's dead. That that the only possible explanation. <laughs> you you are right, <laughs> Ozzy. Your suit tracks your vitals. Look at your Omni tool. This one has been trying so hard to make any sense of this. Being jaded only helps it so much. <laughs> Why is there oxygen in the middle of the storm that kills people? Kane goes over to Ozzy, takes his helmet off, and slaps him, and then he puts his helmet back on. (laughs) Kaz steps over to Zira. Is this normal? Define normal. For them? Because I think I've forgotten... <laughs> Again, I did offer the farm. <laughs> I mean, TBH, this is pretty cool. <laughs> All right. I mean, how is this not cool? Everybody hold hands. We're going in the hallway. I grab Kaz's hand Wait, and I start walking dramatically into a Lord's the hallway. But her ship's at the other one. Oh. How do we know this one doesn't go to the other one? Um... That's a good question. Gotta get there by jumping? Because I don't think the pods are up to it. How far away is the other platform? Like 100 feet. Yeah, okay. it's about 100 feet. All right. Or you could throw Ozzy really, really hard and see if he gets there. <laughs> I mean, Ozzy can float. Oh, yeah, Ozzy, go check out the <laughs> other hallway. In the middle... Is there, like, a pebble or something I that Ozzy can at least... Like telekinetically pitch in that general direction just there's, to see that there's no pebble, but you can have like you have like things, yeah, like you have candy. This one would like an M and M. An M and M, a singular M and M. Just the one, please. Okay, I give him a red one. Uh, I I'm going to just kind of try and float the M and M over just to see what happens if it like makes it or if there are. Are you holding on to it the whole time? Uh, with biotics. 
Okay. I'm biotically floating it. I don't even think I need to roll for this because I'd almost certainly get enough advantages to make the strain back. Yeah. Um. It. You managed to float it all the way across. Did I feel like any resistance or currents at all? Nope. Um. If anything, you felt less resistance. This one did not. This one was handling the evil capitalism planet and the space prison so well, but... Ugh. Sure. Why not? It makes sense. It makes sense. And they'll float over. <laughs> okay. Ozzy starts floating across. Uh, Kaz... Huh, okay. Um, scoots over to the edge of the platform and sticks their hand out. And where their arm is off the platform, it's just, it floats. Guys, there's no gravity out on this, not on the platform. Oh, sick, I'm going to do a backflip. I think we can go with you. That would be nice. (laughs) Why is... Sierra's going to run at it and do like three front flips over to the... (laughs) Over to the platform. Please make a coordination check. All right, how hard? Four purples. I'm not going to get this. <laughs> I'll try it, though. Because Zira does not have that level of self-control not to find out there's no gravity and not attempt something stupid. One success. Holy shit. I do the coolest thing. <laughs> You manage to jump and not, like, start doing flips and manage to not miss the platform. You land next to Ozzy on the other platform. It's it's uh, very graceful. You do the classic... So clap. Classic superhero landing position. We'll give you a little, like, kind of squishy round of applause. <laughs> as best as it can do with its tentacle limbs. And then I point at Kane and say, Beat that, Mr. Spyman! Kane just shakes his head and then does, like, a running leap. Can I can I use biotics to make him do a lot of flips? <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't take that much. If it's zero G, all you need to do is push him forward a little bit on the head. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and make a, uh, make a hard check, biotics. How, how many purples is that? That's three less hard than my thing. If I get killed Four success you... is one advantage. I am flipping this to him. Okay, you managed to flip him around without fucking yeeting him off into the abyss. No, but like, I, I want him to at least do like, I'm, the, I have four successes. He's doing at least five flips. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay, that is not how I thought that would go. Congratulations, this one did not know you were an acrobat. Those movies must have been been rubbing off of you after all. <laughs> you took secret lessons from the clowns, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, you? that is. <laughs> I mean, I may have picked up a few things while we were there, but like, you know what? Let's just keep going. Kaz does some very graceful backflips uh, over the. Basically, like, two, but they're very, like, gentle, like, languid. Um, But then they end up coming down with, like, head down underneath the platform, and their uh, feet over the platform. They're like, shit, shit, shit. They got one success and three threats. And they're, like, scrambling to try and get back up. I'm going to go catch her. (sighs) Thanks. Thank you. Oh. Mm. 
haven't done zero G work in a while. You guys are real, real good. She's embarrassed. I think Kane cheated. If it makes you feel any better. <laughs> oh yeah, there was some biotics there. I did not ask for that. Of course not. It came. It came entirely natural. No thought required. We're all quite impressed. Ozzy, you pushed me, didn't you? I shove. I shove Ozzy lightly. All right, now through the door. Can we check out the ship first? Oh yeah, I guess the ship first. Never mind. I'm distracted by the door. Kane pulls out his Omni tool and does a quick scan of the ship. Okay, uh, like on the ship or outside of it? Uh, outside of it, just seeing if there's any life forms on it. There are no life forms on it. There is a rather large power source, however. Okay. I want to check out the ship first. And then okay. he'll go into the ship. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, landing thing ramp is down. And you can walk right onto the ship. I'm going to draw my pistol before I enter. <laughs> Just in case. Do, you, do the rest of you go with? We should probably go with him, right? Oh, he's right behind Kane here. Yeah, I'll follow up. Yes, Kaz will follow as well. Um, what are we looking for? Well, there's an unusually strong power source on here. I want to check it out. Ooh. Huh, okay. Uh, yeah, you step onto the ship, and it's it's what you would expect of a nice mercenary ship. Like, um, almost not quite. Like, it is definitely on the nicer side. Can but I? it's like, hmm? Oh, I was wondering if I could connect my Omni tool to the ship systems and do a like general engineering like mechanics check of the systems, see if there's anything sure. particularly strange about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you connect to the ship, and looking at the systems, uh, it seems fine. Uh, the ship doesn't seem unique in any way, uh, except that there is a you you dig around a little bit and like you can tell that there is a strong power source in a particular room uh, a little like n- off of a personal quarter uh kane if you want to look here this is where you're gonna find your thing dibs by the way dibs if it's something <coughs> mechanical it's mine i'm that, that depends but fair enough i guess and then kane is going to go to to the room that was indicated on the scan. Okay. Uh, this one is locked um, with a electronic lock. Based on the layout of the ship, it would be a bigger room than most other crew quarters. All right. I am going to try to hack the lock system. Okay. Uh, just make a computer's check. Um, it's going to be two reds and a purple. <sighs> An advantage and a failure. Ooh, okay. You do not activate the lock, or you do not, like, break it open, but you recognize that the code in the um, lock is... It, it, it has a uniqueness about it that you find familiar. Uh, this is almost definitely her room. Which apparently you know very well. <laughs> Can I just try to take my laser gun to it? Because I've got the fixer. Look, I just recognize her programming. You know, she has a certain way with code. Can I just attempt to uninstall the lock? <laughs> sure. Make a mechanics check. What am I checking against? 
Um, it's going to be three reds this time. Three reds. Oof. Okay. One failure. So I don't. I don't do it. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah. Um. It turns out that this door is pretty reinforced. It's pretty hefty material. It would take quite a like a a while to cut through. Okay, I can't do this. Is there a vent system or something we could use? Ozzy, you don't have bones. Can you slip under the crack of the door? Ozzy has a skull. <laughs> Never mind. We've gone over this. Ozzy is just going to sigh and... Can I attempt to, like, brute force this door with biotics? Um... I think it's a similar issue where this is a really reinforced door. Like you would need to, I mean, Kenzie's tool, uh, Zira's tool is very precise um, and would cut through it eventually, but it would take a lot of time. You would need a really powerful blast to get through it. And, you know, maybe, uh, but you might take out some other shit too. (laughs) Hmm. This one does not feel comfortable attempting to force the door when considering the circumstances of our current environment, but it also thinks that while it is flattered, this one believes that you are slightly overestimating its flexibility and general cranial structure. You wouldn't happen to have be able to build any sort of camera or something we could... Is there like a gap? I mean, if there is like some sort of gap that theoretically a Hanar could fit through, sorry, this is this is me out of character now. Perhaps like, can't do do, do you view inventive thing? Could we maybe like f- sl- slip a little remote camera under there? I think the door is like flush with the ship because if something were to depressurize, you want a seal. All right, what are the ventilation systems like then? Um, probably better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is there an opening large enough that we could get in through the like air system? Shove Ozzy in. Probably not. Damn. Kane, how can you not figure out this lady's systems? You've been like fucking her and chasing her for apparently a long time. Okay, look, you don't know anything about anything that's going on. True. That's no excuse. <laughs> Look, she's an extremely good hacker, okay? I bet she is. I think you could definitely try again, but if it were to go um, poorly, you got lucky that you didn't trip anything before. Yeah, okay. A triumph and two threats. Hmm, okay. I trip something in the system, but it's good. (laughs) Yeah, I know what happens. You don't manage to unlock the door, but... You do trip across a system, and you end up failing to open the door. However, the ship starts to wake up in a way, and there is a voice that echoes through it. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Hello? Mother? Where are you? Hey! Calm down. Nobody's here to hurt you. Um, and a, I think a screen opens up. That's that voice? Voice. Voice identification. Kane Victus. 
Yeah, that's me. And friends. Intruder alert. Um, and a, a screen next to you just, like, fritzes a little bit. Can you add these people to a white list? Don't consider them intruders. Please? You are intruder. Intruder alert. Cain mm. Victus. Where's Where's mother? Look, I don't know, but we are trying to find her. Can you help out? Maybe open some of these locked doors? You're not exactly in the safest place. You are not allowed into her home. Okay, okay. Do you know where she went? Outside. Okay. Intruders. You know what? Remove maybe? yourselves from remove yourselves from the premises, or weapons will be deployed. Okay. 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 Kane Victus. I'm gonna leave. Y- yes. Enemy designation. Nope. Nope. I'm gonna, okay. Well, that's... I'm gonna take Kane and, and just just grab his hand. We're 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 walking out of here, and we'll regroup. So that went about as shitty as possible. She programmed me as an enemy. I mean, come on. Maybe you're just not as good in bed as Tree. Is is this surprising to you? (laughs) Did anyone? I mean, no, but I, you know what? Never mind. That was weird, right? No, that was super weird. Typical behavior for a. If that was a VI, Evelyn must have some weird power feelings. Because it was, re- I, was it referring to her as mother? I don't think that was a VI. Oh, oh no, it's your love child with Evelyn. What? No, it's an AI. No, those are illegal. That would not stop her. Oh, right. Um, Kane. Oh, God. Oh, God, we have to get rid of it or it's going to kill everyone. Now let's just calm down. Yeah. There is a movie based on one of your case files, and the last case that you ever did with Evelyn Breyer involved a nascent AI being programmed, and you were sent to destroy it. Um, and she, as far as you know, uh, stole the code. Okay. Do you guys remember that one we watched? Uh, was it Sunscraper? Yeah. Okay, you it know... It was a little weak, but what's your point? <laughs> you know the part where Victor Crane is fighting the dude with the sword hands, and the love interest escapes with the code from the, the death weapon? Yes, it seems entirely impractical. Why... What, what, for what purpose would a death weapon be open source, let alone be extractable, have its blueprints extractable from a uh, not a notch right next to its self-destruct panel? And and for that matter, what 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 purpose would it serve to even place a self-destruct panel on a death weapon? Surely, yes. surely, by the time that you could press such a button, then the person that already has the weapon is already in possession. Sure, like. A remote, perhaps, but a button? It's entirely immersion-making. 
Kaz's eyes have glazed over and like being buffeted by like a wind emotionally. <laughs> yes, these are all excellent points, Ozzy, but they're not exactly what I'm talking about. That's based on an actual case that I was on with Evelyn Pryor. Only we weren't after a super weapon. We were after an AI. But did she still fuck you to get the remote control for it? Uh, there's no remote control. Okay, let's just focus here. Yeah, She's... it was a button. That was the problem. <laughs> nope. okay. Why did they put a self-destruct button on an AI? She stole the code. She took the code and she dropped off the grid. So you're telling me this is an actual... Actual AI. It is a real, bona fide, 100% sapient AI. Oh, boy. Or at least the code had the potential to become that. Oh, boy. Zero's gonna sit on the ground. Oh, boy. I've got extremely mixed feelings about this. I can understand that. But keep in mind, it also appears to be a child right now. (sighs) Okay. Sorry, I have a lot, a lot... Of background here that's telling me that thing is extremely dangerous. Seeing, you know, as I don't have a home planet anymore. That's a fair point. This one appears to be confined to the ship systems. And the ship is confined to this weird storm. Okay. So. And it didn't try to kill us. While your optimism is noted... Isn't it, uh, you're almost acting as if the, uh, such an incre- a, uh, incredibly destructive force isn't traveling with a, uh, known rogue criminal agent? It didn't try to hurt us. Okay, Ozzy is also making some fair points. It didn't try to hurt us, but though. It considered it you an enemy, and it didn't know any of the rest of us, and it was clearly attached to a bunch of guns. And it didn't try to kill us. It's also a fair it point. It's true. Cass, think- what do you think about this incredibly strange situation? You've been very quiet. I think uh, there's a lot going on that we don't know much, and maybe we should put a pin in it for now. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. I don't think we do anything until we actually confront Evelyn. All right. Reasonable. Zero's going to get up, go go to the entrance of the ship, but not get in and, and shout through the hallways. We're not coming back in. We're going to go look for your mom. Uh, don't go anywhere. Mother. Come back. Okay. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm very mad at this woman now for abandoning this AI child. Can we go find her and, I don't know, make her sign adoption papers or something? That's exactly what we're going to do. All right. You ready to go down the creepy hallway? Let's do it. Da-da-da-da-da. All right. So you guys step into the hallway and... It looks like the same hallway, but there is no licorice here. Okay, but but does what is the style of the hallway, though, for clarity? Is it like, oh, this is pretty standard for a space station, or is it like ancient ruins, or is it just like extremely nondescript? 
I, I will get there. Um, so the hallway that you step into is well lit, even though there's no light source. There's no shadows that you, you don't cast any shadows because it seems to come from everywhere. It's made of the same stone and it's basically just an arched stone hallway, kind of ancient ruiny. The same colorful striations in the rock form into images as it that like trail down the hallway. And you don't have to interpret the images because looking at them, you just understand what they are depicting. They tell the story of the amaranthine, the good civilization. The amaranthine in their time spanned the whole galaxy, but they were unlucky. Due to a twist of fate, their time was coming to an end. A monster was coming to consume everything right and good about their civilization. It collapsed their horizons and devoured their frontiers. And soon, the amaranthine would be no more. The amaranthine, however were cunning, they were clever. Their best scientists, mystics, the words feel the same, simultaneous to them, found a way to capture the monster, trapping it in what they dubbed the amaranth. Their downfall became their rebirth. They harnessed the amaranth's power to become eternal and scatter among the stars. Their civilizations spanned the whole of creation. Unfortunately, they found that using the Amaranth's power was creating a new monster, one within themselves. They became invaders of their own homes, destroyers of their own eternities. To protect what was left, they hid the Amaranth in an ark, where it would sleep until, and here, the hallway continues, but the stone is smashed and scratched and is unrecognizable. And a little bit of that white light from outside streams through the cracks. You come to the end of the hallway and step into another room. And in this in this room is like a pedestal uh, made of stone, twisting stone, where that orb that you guys saw before is sitting. Evelyn is standing here, just kind of tapping her foot. And there's like wires connecting to this pedestal. She turns around. Kane? Kane, what a... It's been a long time. You're a terrible mother. Oh, okay, Zira, dial it back a little bit, okay? You're not a very attentive mother. How the hell are you here? No, get up, get up. We have visitors. And from behind this pedestal, Tendrils of a Hanar reach out and it kind of pulls itself up and says, this one is confused. This one was not expecting guests in this place at this time. Evelyn, it would appear that you know these fellow travelers, but this one has not yet been acquainted. Salutations. This one is called... Ozai Leander, who might you be? What? 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 (laughs) 
For announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod. Kane Victus was played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. That's B-E-R-T-N-E-R-D-T-R-A-M. Zeratum Narnovum was played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at Kenzie Phoenix. K-E-N-Z-I-E Phoenix. Both can also be found on their podcast, Rainbow Connection, and with me on their other podcast, Video Game, The Movie, The Podcast. Ozai Leander is played by Will Leet. I'm Alex Conwell, your host, game master, producer, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex, or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. The Dice Weave theme was written and performed by Alex Conwell. Also Sprach Zarathustra was composed by Johann Strauss. It was arranged and performed by Alex Conwell. The Blue Danube was composed by Johann Strauss and performed by the Finnish orchestra Reitmi Poyet, used under a Creative Commons license. If you want to support the podcast, please consider becoming a patron on our Patreon Diceweave podcast. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. That's Healy as H-E-A-L-Y. The role-playing system used for these episodes is Genesis, which was created by a very talented team of designers formerly working at Fantasy Flight Games. The Mass Effect universe was developed by Bioware and owned by Electronic Arts. The Genesis adaptation of Mass Effect used in this production was designed by Blue Sunrise with feedback from the Genesis homebrew community.